Welcome, everybody, to the fourth episode of The Rookie and the Vet. I'm your co-host, Sean Smith, joined once again by my good friend, Colby Stalkup from Starkville, Mississippi. Colby, how's it going? You know, it's pretty good. I mean, being a sports fan, we got possibly the best Super Bowl matchup coming up, blockbuster trades left and right. I mean, it's a great day to be in sports world. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of blockbuster trades, like you just mentioned, we had one from this past week. Matthew Stafford is sent from the Detroit Lions to the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams send the Lions, Jared Goff, two first-rounders, and a third-round pick. Uh, to be honest, I love it. What about you? Um, I don't love it. I really don't. Because Stafford wins. He gets out of Detroit. He ruins careers. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. But uh, the Rams' last first-round pick was in 2016. And they will not have another first-round pick until 2024. They, if they don't win with Stafford, they will be worse than the Nets of the NFL. So I like it. If Stafford can win with them, we love it. But, like, you can't pick for, what is that, eight years in a row in the first yeah. round and yeah. not at least win one, probably two Super Bowls. So yeah. happy for Stafford, but don't love the trade. I, I hear what you're saying, but, I mean – the Rams kind of have it working. I mean, they obviously went to Super Bowl two years ago where have been in the playoffs the last two seasons, I believe. Um, and I mean, you know, we're in the game kind of against the Packers this year. And I mean, they just, but again, with Jared Goff, who was hurt, uh, and now they really have a, a good quarterback. And I, I'm very interested to see um, Matthew Stafford in Sean McVay's uh, system. I think that would work out well. Uh, and I think the emergence of Cam Akers late in the season um, has really uh, opened the door for the running game. But uh, I, I really like the Rams going forward. I love it from uh, Detroit's perspective. I mean, this uh, for a guy that wanted out getting two first-rounders and a third, and my thought is what does this do for Deshaun Watson? Because mm -hmm. he's undoubtedly better than Stafford. So yeah. if they got two firsts and a third, it's only – sky's the limit for Watson. That's true. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, Colby, why don't you hit us with a sports fact of the day? Well, Sean, today in uh, sports history, February 4th, I'm going to take you back to 1991, where the Baseball Hall of Fame directors vote 12-0 unanimously to bar Pete Rose due to betting on games. He'll never be a Hall of Famer this day in history. You know, honestly, looking back at it, I had my, I had my opinion uh, that I agreed with the uh, Major League Baseball at the time. I mean, just from previous history. But now, now thinking about it, I don't love that because, you know, Pete Rose being the highly competitive guy he was I would imagine he's just betting on himself wouldn't you agree I, I would I mean Charlie Hustle he's in the yeah. name we gotta love him anyway yeah well shifting to obviously the biggest part of the week is Super Bowl 55 will be on Sunday from Tampa Tom Brady's basically playing a home game against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes uh but I mean the Bucks and the Chiefs going at it here two very even sides I would say I'm excited and extremely intrigued for this matchup you got to love it. I mean, this is old school versus new school. A lot of offense being played. Probably not a lot of defense. I mean, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, no, I mean, just looking at the numbers, uh, season totals for both teams, the Chiefs average 425 total yards uh, per game. The Bucks 393. So both hovering right around 400, which is pretty good. Uh, and then yards allowed. So both, both defenses are actually 366 yards. Uh, exactly. So – it's very interesting to see there will likely, like you said, not going to be a lot of defense played. And I would say two of the best quarterbacks in the league uh, going at it. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they obviously they played before. Mm -hmm. uh, the Chiefs won by only three. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Buccaneers let up 543 yards to Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. This was 
as the fans can recall at home, when Tyreek Hill went for about 269, three TDs. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, they let up 543 yards to the Chiefs. Chiefs let up another 400. So if it's anything like that, we're going to be in for a great game. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I remember, I remember watching that game, and that was a game Hill had 200 yards in the first quarter, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I remember, uh, I mean, looking at, looking at Mahomes' stat line, I think you just said uh, 37 completions, 462 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he's going to need another game like that, I would say, uh, because I think Tom Brady's not going anywhere. No, I mean, I agree. You throw Kelsey in there. Kelsey had 82 in that game. Uh, big old Gronk had another 106. So I really do hope Gronk has a great Super Bowl because it's hard not like the big man. Yeah, no, I mean, I, but I think another big story is uh, how well will the Chiefs defensive backs be able to handle this Tampa Bay receiving core? Like you said, Gronk, uh, and then not to mention Chris Godwin, who had eight receptions for 97 yards that game. Mike Evans, who's, I would say, a top 10 receiver in the league. And then Antonio Brown is uh, ready to go as well. And then not to mention Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette in, out of the backfield. Got to love playoff Lenny. Yeah. No, yeah. So, uh, but I, I really, I could see this going as a, like I said, a high scoring game. But I, I have the Bucks winning the game. Just, that, just straight up, um, I think Brady will outdo Mahomes at some point. And I think the, the X factor of the game will be the rushing attack from the Bucks, I think that Fournette and Jones, that, that combo uh, is better than anything that the Chiefs can run out there. And I think if uh, the Bucks get out to an early lead, I know you've mentioned, you mentioned me before, uh, if they get out to an early, early lead, uh, mm -hmm. they could very easily put it away uh, within the first uh, couple quarters. Well, you mentioned a high-scoring game. Uh, Over-under is sitting at 56. What do you got? I mean, I got to go over. I mean, you know, just looking at over. These, last, these last couple games, um, you know, Chiefs putting up a lot of numbers. They, they put up uh, 31 against – or I'm sorry, the, the, the Bucks put up 31 against uh, the Packers, and then the Chiefs put up 38 against the Bills, who are probably the two best teams that they've seen all year and, and uh, at the right time as well. You know, you're seeing them at the very end of the season, which is exactly uh, when – it's not necessarily being about the best, but about it's about being the hottest team. And I think we mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were previewing that, we decided that the three best teams in the league were Kansas City, Buffalo, and Green Bay, and we saw three of those teams. And obviously, uh, the Chiefs beat Buffalo and Tampa beat Green Bay. Um, there's just a lot of talent on the field, and you know, peak Tom Brady is what we're is what we're going to see. Um, but I, I really I don't see the Bucks losing this game. I would have to uh, disagree with you. I think this is the start of the Chiefs New England type dynasty run. Mm -hmm. I think I mean this team's averaging. 320 yards passing, 118 rushing, those little jet sweeps and Clyde Edwards, Alaire coming back. Um, it's a defense that are hitting their stride. They're only letting up 335, which is 30 yards less than they did in the regular season in the playoffs against a good Bills and Browns team. Um, I think this is their game. I think Tom Brady, obviously, you never want to count them out. It's hard to bet against Brady. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I think this really is going to be the time where the Chiefs win it and do not look back. I think this is going to be the start of three or four straight for them. I hear what you're saying, but honestly, um, you have to – the Bucks have to come in, you know, trying to figure out a way to lock down that perimeter game from Patrick Mahomes, obviously the best quarterback in the league right now and with just some outstanding weapons. Obviously, Hill is the fastest player in the league and Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. But I think that that could play right into the Bucks' hands because if they figure out a way to slow that down, you know, they have a very uh, well-thought-of rushing defense and uh, – you know, that's just that, – that's, I think that that plays right into their hands. 
I, I like uh, – I agree. I think if they, if they can find a way to stop that outside game, the Chiefs are going to struggle a little bit. And mm-hmm. I never like a team coming behind the Brady. Mm-hmm. But that's a big if, stopping Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. And another thing is Andy Reid is a magician. You know he is going to have some sort of gadget play, some sort of thing just coming out of nowhere. And I think he will not only outcoach Bruce Arians, mm-hmm. I think he'll outcoach Tom Brady. Okay, well, that's that's bold because that's the – thinking back to Super Bowl 51, nothing nothing uh, big happened in that game. No, well, I'm just you know, no, I'm just, but I, that's my, my point is that you can never count out Tom Brady. And mm. uh, he is basically the coach of, of the – I would say he's the offensive coordinator of the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks offense. And uh, he's, he's not going to go anywhere. He's not going to go out quietly. It's going to be a one-score game, I think, the whole time. Uh, but it would be real exciting to watch. If you had to give a uh, final score prediction, what do you got? Final score right now, I would say 38-34 Tampa. I like it. I would say uh, 34-28 Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't think Tom's losing. But anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll move <laughs> on. So anyway, actually, a very interesting quote that we heard from uh, Tony Romo in this past week. Uh, I don't know. Is the game on CBS? You know, it's CBS. It is yes, CBS. Okay. Well then Mr. Roman will be doing uh, color for the game, which would be very exciting because he loves himself some Patrick Mahomes. And obviously he appreciates uh, Brady because he went against him for so many years. But anyway, uh, Romo says, this is going to be one of the great matchups in sport history because it doesn't happen very often. This matchup is what you talk about with your friends when you talk about as if. Could you imagine if Michael Jordan got his team to the NBA Finals against a young LeBron James, who's the, face of the, uh, who's the face of the league? It would be the greatest thing in the history of sports. I think we might actually have that in the Super Bowl. We might have that game. It just has never, never happened. He continues, when it's all said and done, there's a chance for Patrick Mahomes. If you're playing in this game, this could be the thing that if you get close to climbing the ladder, this game could push you over the top when it's all said and done. To say you beat Brady in a Super Bowl head-to-head, Brady, I promise you, shuts the door if he wins this game. There's almost no way you could ever argue Brady at 43 years old, turning back father time, beats Patrick Mahomes, who is the face of the league. You can't say that he's not the best player of all time. If Brady closes this game, I don't see any other human being ever competing in 10 Super Bowls, winning seven, and being able to say that you're better than Tom Brady. I agree with this statement. If Mahomes doesn't win, he won't catch Brady. But that's just my first take off of that. Uh, I like what Tony Romo said. I like uh, that the guy who got upseated by third, fourth round draft pick Dak Prescott wants to talk about quarterbacks. Um, but I just, you know, Mississippi State guy I had to throw it out. My, <laughs> that's my guy. But uh, no, really, I, I like what he said. I, this is one of the greatest matchups in sports history. Um, but I don't agree with the second half. If Patrick Mahomes comes out and loses this game, it is not Patrick Mahomes' fault. It's a 22-person team, 22-person game. If Brady does it, that's unreal. 43 years beating possibly the best player in the NFL, that's great for him. But if you look at the numbers, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is off to a record pace. I mean, he's – to catch Brady in touchdowns, he's got to throw 29.3 per season, and he averages 38. Probably do that a okay. Uh, his winning percentage, he's at 82.6%. That's the highest in NFL history ever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the only quarterback to start in a Super Bowl under 25. And if he wins it, he'll be the only quarterback to win two under 25. 
So I just I like the quote, Tony. I think he gave a lot of props to Tom, but that is very bold. Underestimating uh, Mahomes. I mean, what if Mahomes comes out next year and wins twelve straight? I mean, you know, it's it's, it's a very what if league. I think these Chiefs are built to do it. I don't think they're going to win twelve straight, but saying that nobody will ever compete in ten Super Bowls again, mm-hmm. I just I can't see it. I mean, look, your numbers right now is. I, I I feel you. I mean, it's just kind of, but at the same time, it's not it's not nearly the sample size that Brady's is. I mean, Brady's been in the league over 20 years now, and I mean, he's been to the Super Bowl in half of those, which I think is ridiculous. Just thinking about it, and I mean, that seventh one would, in my opinion, put him over the edge because even like you said, if Mahomes comes out and wins, you know, however many in a row, it doesn't matter because he didn't win. He didn't he didn't win the game against the one that against the guy that's become the best. Um, and even even still, I don't th- I don't see the 12 straight as realistic. I know I know you just said it as hyperbole, but it's that's not realistic. But I think if you're playing with the same time frame as Mahomes, 20 years down the line, has been to 10 Super Bowls and won seven, he's still not better than Brady because he didn't beat him in Super Bowl 55, right? But okay, let's say we're gonna go back to hyperbole land because I mean we haven't seen the game. But let's say Mahomes comes out throws for 500 yards, seven TDs, mm-hmm. and loses. Mm-hmm. Because his defense let up 608 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. This is an NBA. I mean, it's not a five-on-five league where you have the one-on-one matchups with the guy. You play offense and defense. It's just simply not. It's a 20. I don't put a lot of stock in Super Bowls. That's amazing. Ten Super Bowls in 20 years, that's, that's phenomenal. That is team success right there. And he is leading that team, no doubt. But at the end of the day, if Mahomes can throw for 550 yards and eight TDs and lose, I don't, I don't see how that would be better then if playoff Lenny comes out and runs for 300 and Tom Brady throws for 100, you're, you're comparing a guy who threw all the – it's a team game. I love the Super Bowls. Tom, one of the best to ever do. He is the GOAT right now. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at Patty Mahomes' start, he throws for 40 more yards per game. He, he has over a yard more an attempt. He throws about one and a half more touchdowns per interception ratio. His passer rating is almost 10 points higher. I mean, granted, the dude's had a – shorter sample size but the way the league's going the weapons he's had I I can't see the Super Bowl argument I love Brady I think he was the trailblazers for him he is the goat right now but I think Mahomes has got him especially if he wins this and if he loses I don't put too much stock into it you know I mean bringing up the fact that you know Brady did kind of pave the way for Mahomes but at the same time it's a completely different game now I mean Brady last week threw for three touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean, that's just how much they're throwing the ball. I mean, that's just kind of – and that obviously feeds right into Patrick Mahomes, who was the best talent in the league. And, you know, he's, he, does, he does it better than anybody else. So that's why his numbers are going to be better looking at it that way. But at the same time, I mean, you know, you can't fault a guy for winning that much. I mean, because – which is essentially what you're doing. I mean, winning, winning Super Bowls is the ultimate thing for an NFL player. And if one guy has been able to be in every single situation – or I'm sorry, 10 different situations and win seven of them. I just think, I don't think there's any, and, and then especially beating this guy who is the face of the league, like what Romo said, there's, that's, that's probably, I would say that this will be his greatest accomplishment if he beats Mahomes right now. I'm going to, I know I was just talking about how you can't compare NBA to NFL, but uh, we're going to use our guy, James Jones. I'm not saying Tom Brady's a James Jones. Tom Brady's a LeBron James. That's known. But James Jones has no unreal amount of rings. Mm-hmm. If, if for anybody at home, James, you probably don't know, James Jones used to follow LeBron James around everywhere he went. Does he have three? 
I want to say yes. Okay, let's see. James, we're going to Google on the spot for everybody at home. Because I think I think he was with them both times in Miami, and then he went back to Cleveland with them, right? James Jones has three championship rings. Is James Jones better than Carl Malone? No. no. I mean, that's that's obvious. And I'm not saying Tom Brady's even close to a James Jones. He's not. He's LeBron James. Well, he's Michael Jordan in this case, right? Yeah. Who has more rings than LeBron. Right. But – I just I you can't fault the guy for winning the Super Bowl. That's an ad. That's an ad, if anything. So I think if it's close, like Tony said, this is one of the things I agree with. If it's close, and it is one A one B, but Tom Brady beat him, well, sure, give it to Brady. But if it comes down and Patrick Mahomes keeps up this career mark and beats him in touchdowns, beats him in yards, beats him in wins, beats him in win percentage, beats him in rating, which he's all on pace to do so right now, then I can't fault the guy. I don't think Dan Marino is a bad quarterback because he's never won. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I mean, but that's, but that's another thing is that you would, would you consider Patrick Mahomes at the peak of his game right now? Do you think he can get better, like much better? Yes. Okay. Well, kid, I mean, the kid's 25 years old. Right. I, I don't right. think he'll get astronomically better. You can't when you're the best in the league. Mm-hmm. But I think he's, I mean, 25 years old, I'm expecting him to hit his peak about 27. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because that, that's what I was going to say is that if you, but, then again, Tom Brady's forty-three. I mean, he's he's well past his prime. And if, you, but if you can't if you can't beat the guy who's forty-three years old, this all I'm going to say is that we we look we look at this you know fifteen year fifteen twenty years in the future. We're going to come back to this podcast, and we're going to hear the fact that Patrick Mahomes at the who is the best quarterback in the league could not beat old ass Tom Brady who at forty-three. This this is going to be the biggest. Uh, knock on Mahomes' career if he doesn't win. I love it. I think I think one thing Tony said was this is Michael Jordan v. LeBron. Mm-hmm. This is Brady versus Mahomes. These are the two guys you would consider. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Yep. Throw Peyton Manning's name in there, but I, I mean Tom Brady is the GOAT. And Mahomes is on pace to pass him. Right? So uh, you can see the argument. This is a head-to-head matchup. I love it. I can see it. But when you really, really look at it, Okay, let me ask you then. Down the line, if Mahomes got him in passing yards, passing touchdown, passing rating, but is one Super Bowl behind it, and it was the Super Bowl that Tom Brady won, who's your goat? Uh, Brady. Even if he statistically gets blown out of the water. Well, he's not going to get blown out of the water because he has pretty decent statistics. Pretty solid statistics, I would say. If Mahomes throws his 38 touchdowns a season, mm-hmm. he'll pass him before the age of 35 in touchdowns. Mm-hmm which is 10 years in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And this is all before, you know, for the fans at home, Mahomes can go out and blow a knee. You know, we hope he doesn't. This is all very hypothetical. But, uh, you know, you can cuss again and the Henny God have to come back in the game. But (laughs) uh, I'm just saying, if he hits it by 35 and then plays till 45 like Brady's going to, it's it's, – I can't even see – statistics don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Super Bowls, love them. I mean, that, you're right. That's the peak of the career. I'm sure most players in the NFL would rather win a Super Bowl than an MVP. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at individual players, it comes down to Chris Jones stopping the run on defense. It comes mm-hmm. down to Willie Gay making tackles. Two Mississippi State guys. That is three on the podcast. <laughs> and it comes down to Tyron Matthew. What if Brady comes out and just has a horrible game? Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes his Super Bowl legacy any worse. It just may be – you know, I just don't put stock – too much stock mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl matchup. I mean, but look, what you were saying is that, you know, 
if Mahomes plays to 45 or whatever. But, I mean, Tom Brady is the, is the outlier of, of everybody. Andrew Luck just retired at 30. What if, what if Mahomes takes – what if he gets this one and then gets three more and says, I'm set for life. Let, let's, let's get out of here. You know what I mean? Like that's- Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and like I said, I, there's always that chance. But, yeah. I mean, and Brady is the outlier. It would be – now I'm throwing a lot of hyperboles out there. It would be hard to see anybody – get to where Tom Brady's at playing at 43 and playing right well he's not Brady anymore he's playing great I mean this dude's great at 43 years old but do I think it's astronomical for Mahomes to throw 29 touchdowns a year and he'll pass Brady at the age of 39 39 is not unheard of there's I mean I think the new retiring age for quarterbacks probably be about 40 41 42 the way the league's trending I mean Drew Brees 41. Aaron Rodgers, all-time great. Aaron Rodgers, all-time great. Tom Brady, all-time great. And you wouldn't throw Patrick Mahomes in the all-time great? I'm just saying this is – you're inferring a lot going forward. Fair. Okay, when do you think Mahomes will retire? You think he'll just quit? (laughs) I I could realistically see – because what? He signed that 10-year deal this summer, right? So that deal is up when he's 35. Take your – three to four Super Bowls and go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Let's okay. Fair banking that Patrick Mahomes doesn't wake up before this Super Bowl and say, you know what? I'm going to go play baseball like my daddy. Yeah. I think he will be a okay. Uh-huh. He was going to retire to normal age for an elite quarterback, 38, we'll throw 39, 40, uh-huh. 41, 42. Uh-huh. And he'll statistically pass Tom Brady everything. And that's, that's boring. This one super, I think he'll pass. He'll get close to Tom Brady in Super Bowls. Uh-huh. Really? I think – I mean, this Chiefs team is good. They're better than the Patriots team. I, I will agree with you that the Chiefs start something if they win this year. They have to win, though. Otherwise, I don't think – I don't know if uh, it happens. I, I really do. I think there is so much implication on this game. I mean, not, not only the – This is big. This not is only big. the storyline between, you know, the greatest of all time player and the best player in the league right now, but, I mean, all, in addition to all that stuff, too. I mean, because you're is, – is Tyreek Hill being, being a – being paid yet do you know he i believe he just got his contract yes yeah so anyway i mean yeah because they'll have to at some point pay everybody right and that's that's not realistic i mean you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick some people so i don't I, it, this it's now or never they if they win now they'll keep probably most of the band together because they'll realize that they're the best team and they'll uh keep going so i and i do i think this game now if you want to take it out of the scope of two quarterbacks to the realm of teams i think that's 100 right i said this will be the start of the chiefs dynasty and I picked the Chiefs to win, so I fully believe that. But if they lose, I don't think it's over. I mean, they'll be mm-hmm. back next year. And we're assuming Tom Brady, I mean, he'll either be here or he won't. Yeah. But time is ticking. No, yeah. t- Father time's undefeated, right? Right. right? But I think, yeah, this is, this is going to be big. If they really do want to be a Patriots dynasty or any dynasty, they, they do got to win this one. And mm-hmm. if not this one, they got to rattle off two or three straight next mm-hmm. year. Got to happen. Yeah, no, I, I mean – just thinking about it, I mean, I have I have Michael Jordan in my head because because of that quote. But I mean, Jordan got out of there after '98, right? He he wins the title and and I mean, obviously he had won three in a row at that point. But then he retires. Could you see Brady doing maybe something similar if he wins? Um, I could see him. Man, you know what's funny is it's, I remember it's unlikely it's unlikely this year. But I remember when he beat the Rams. I was sitting there watching the game and I was like, "Well, that was an ugly game, but Brady retired on a good one." Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. And the dude just keeps coming back. I think 
Now, I just was taking Mahomes' side. Brady has done phenomenal things, and at 43 to do it, it's unheard of. But, man, Brady, if you win, get out of here. Go retire. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to it. You love your son. You kiss him on the mouth. Just just get out. I mean, get your ring. <laughs> retire is one of the great, the greatest of all time right now. And just retire, man. I mean, yeah. I would love to see him come back. Yeah. But I would hate to see him come back and get hurt or play worse. Yeah. I don't but, know. I, I, I brought up that idea, but I, I really think that uh, it's going to take – something other than winning for that dude to get out. Cause I mean, statistically, oh. this is one of his better seasons, right? I mean, I mean, obviously as the game has changed, he's had, he's had to change his, his game too, but I mean, he hung with the, you know, top of the line guys for the most part this year. Statistically, I wouldn't say it was one of his best years for Brady, but you got to say receiving core, the weapons he has, yeah, it is right. up there. I, I mean, mean, why, why would you want to get out with that? I think a big thing is Chris Godwin's getting paid about $900,000 to play mm. football, mm. which is, an outlier and a half. I mm-hmm. think if they don't bring him back, Gronk decides to call a quit, which that's another person. I don't know what Gronk's plan right. is. Right. Um, I think he, I think he will win this one and get out. I don't, I think I, it's I actually agree with you. Football yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, but at that point you lost God. when you lost Gronk, you're running backs, you're losing Fournette. I'm pretty sure they have to pay Rojo too. Um, you got Mike Evans, but you basically are losing all your weapons. I, I would love to see Brady. I would love to see Brady win this one and still consider Patrick Mahomes the GOAT. <laughs> but if he wins it, Brady, yeah. get out of there. <laughs> no, yeah, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of unknown for the Bucks going forward, I would say. Uh, Absolutely. Especially if they win this one. Because, I, I, like I said, I agree with you there. Gronk's gone if they win. I think he's like – he got his – that would be his fourth? His fourth with Brady? I think he, he, won, he won the last two against the Falcons and then the Rams. But did he win was – was he on the team against the Seahawks? I yes. Know. Yeah, it was, it was, it's three. Okay. He yeah, is three right now. Wins this one before. No, yeah. God, Godwin's going to go get paid to be a one somewhere else because Mike Evans is the one um, right now for Tampa. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of decisions they're going to have to make. And, I mean, if you dumb that team down, I don't know when, when Godwin has to get paid, but, I mean, if you dumb that team down to just, just Mike Evans, I mean, I, I, would say, I would say Brady's obviously better than Jameis, but Jameis could, Jameis could sling it, right, last year. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's, that team – results back to mediocrity i would say back to where they close mm-hmm. to where they were the last few years before brady obviously came and i don't think any team brady led yeah you don't know i i, I think if he really does come back it'd be bad i think he has a bit poor year poor team success and mm-hmm. patrick mahomes just gets an absolute bolt ahead of him yeah all right well it could happen. That was that was a that was a great discussion. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why you come in. That's why you tune in to the uh, Rookie yeah. in the Vet podcast. Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, obviously, biggest storyline. Hopefully, we'll uh, have a little more to talk about in the NBA next week. I mean, not a, not a whole lot happened. I mean, sh- hey, shout out shout out Fred VanVleet though. Fifty four a couple games ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Tough. This was a very NBA light episode, but mm-hmm. gotta gotta give a shout out. Guy went undrafted, drops fifty four. Yeah. Love to see it for him. We'll have a uh, Super Bowl winning team reaction and all that stuff, and then. You know, we'll have, we'll have some more on next week. But, uh, you know, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I can say uh, for the first time, please leave a rating, download, and subscribe to the show. The Rookie and the Vet is now on all major podcast outlets, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You know, quick shout-out, rest in peace, SoundCloud. You know, we, we really appreciate them. You know, we put it put in our, our first three episodes. But uh, so that those, those will live there forever under uh, Rookie and the Vet on, on SoundCloud. But – Everything is now moving on to the, uh, to the new, uh, I guess I would say, bigger uh, locations. 
but yeah, just thanks SoundCloud. Thanks for your service. Uh, but you know, we're, we're getting bigger, you know, I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as always, this has been the rookie and the vet giving you the most professional sports info from the least professional sports athletes. See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye.